Please be advised that Deviant Discussions contains explicit content and language that might not be appropriate for those under the age of 18. Kingsters with different perspectives come together to explore and debate their unique opinions of the delicious world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. With Diaval Diablo. And I think that, oh my god, that touches on such a good point is mostly evil. Yeah, that's, that's Izmi's 30-second solution to the complex issues right there. And subtle shadow. Preach. Done and done. <laughs> done and... This is Deviant Discussions. Welcome. The topic today is One Twoo Way. First things first, I've got to point out and reiterate that we are not here professing to be the final authority on kink. I mean, sure, some people would have you believe that they are, not mentioning any names, but we are not here for that. That said, I'm sure we've all been exposed to the one true way of doing kink. You know, the old, you're not a sub if you won't do X, or you're not a real dom if you won't do Y, blah, blah, blah. My opinion is that there is never a right answer. What works for you is not one size fits all. Um, but I'm interested to hear from you, Shadow. I know that you were somewhat trained by someone that was old guard, so... I was. Yeah. So um, when I first joined onto FetLife, I was looking around and reaching out to different people, just asking random questions. And um, somebody close to my geographical area um, had reached out to me because um, they, I assume, were able to tell that I was sincerely looking to learn. And um, yeah, he uh, he wasn't. Uh, a Leatherman, so, uh, but he had been, um, for lack of a better term, indoctrinated, I guess, when he was like 17 or 18 years old, and he was now in his uh, mid to late, kind of, well, he was middle-aged, and um, yeah, he uh, he told me that he would be really, we just got to talking and I said how much I really wanted to learn about BDSM because I didn't know, I didn't want to unintentionally offend somebody. You know, there was like this whole subculture that I had no language for or knew how to navigate. And he, he offered to teach me and be like an official teacher and a teacher student kind of thing. And, um, he said, I'll teach you on the condition that you're uh, sincere about learning. And of course I, I am. And um, yeah, so he basically ran down the gamut of every kind of like, here's what this label means. Here's what this one means. All the, basically a lot of what we're discussing in these podcasts and what, um, you know, Ismi's about aside from the domly domliness <laughs> component. <laughs> um, but uh I don't know. There was just something about one thing that he he did uh, kind of emphasize. And I think I'd mentioned this to Ismi the other day, and he said it would make him chuckle if he received an email or a message from a submissive who was capitalizing you or uh, when in reference to him as the dom. Mm. And that was something that this particular dom was really uh, felt was very important. So when I was talking with him, I always addressed him with uh, a capital Y, or if I was using another pronoun, um, you know, capitalizing that pronoun. And for me, it was, I don't, 
know. It, 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 it's those little things that I can see how that would become a powerful aspect of a dynamic. I don't know if it's necessarily appropriate to um, do that to any dom that you meet, you know, when you're writing to them. But in, in this dom's opinion, it was like it was appropriate to capitalize the wise. And, you know, if he was very high protocol about a lot of things, which I'm sure we'll talk about high protocol in another episode. Oh, we're um, talking about it here. Oh, <laughs> well, but, but I on. have discovered that high protocol is kind of a kink of mine. I actually really like the structure and um, kind of the strict rules involved in it. Uh, I respond well to those kind of things I've discovered. It, it definitely taps into something deeply submissive. Um, so anyway, so. Uh, yeah, he just, I realized after we unfortunately parted ways um, and I kind of carried a lot of that mindset with me for probably a couple of months afterwards where I would immediately address a Dom with a capital Y or whatever. And the more I did this, the more Doms would respond like, hey, you know what? You're really sweet, but d d please don't do that. <laughs> it's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> So it was almost like it's, it's, I don't know if it's on the same level as a submissive, someone who identifies as a sub reaching out to a dom and being like, hey, daddy, you know, like immediately without even knowing them. But I feel like it it does kind of hint towards a dynamic that may not even, that doesn't exist because you don't know the person that you're talking to, if that makes sense. Um, but... <sighs> I don't know. There was just aspects of it for me that um, people people say like one two way, you know, with the W instead of the R. And I, I uh, there's just something about the old guard. I don't know. I, I just maybe I'm romanticizing it. But it just seems like the community was smaller, so it may have been easier to vet people. And yeah, I know it has like a really strong the, traditionalist sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And like, I know that people were probably still predators and there was, you know, still sexual abuse happening in the old guard. But I don't know, it, it almost seems like there's such like a, um, and maybe you two can speak to this if you were involved in kink before Fifty Shades. But at least this Dom that I was talking to was like, oh, you know, the time before Fifty Shades, as if it was like this whole different era of when the kink golden age, so to speak. Um, yeah. And I, I and think it's, it's interesting yeah. that, that you, sorry to cut in, but like you no, are speaking absolutely. from like quite a newcomer's perspective. And then I, I sit sort of in between you guys timeline like Ismi's been in the lifestyle since mm -hmm. the dinosaurs were walking the earth <laughs> and <laughs> it I think it's really interesting when people do say like the, the old ways or the way it used to be or mm -hmm. you know they reference this old point in time but mm -hmm. I know I personally in in the years that I've been around I've seen the same shit get rehashed over and over again and I'm like hmm Okay, so if I've seen this come around like five times already in, in my lifetime of kink, how mm -hmm. many times has it been going around in the past? And is it really all that different? Is it just a different voice that's saying it? But it'll yeah. be interesting to get Isney's perspective on that. Okay, so <clears throat> I, I am not leather. Uh, I have never been leather. 
I have known many leather people. Um, and I've, here's my perspective. Um, you know, leather people didn't create kink. They formalized it. They created communities around it where none existed before. They created traditions and they created expectations and ways of doing things. And that worked great when formalized kink was only leather communities. Um, and mm -hmm. that time is long past. So I think as much as there is no one true way, and you guys know I firmly, firmly believe that, um, mm -hmm. I think understanding the history and understanding where all this came from and respecting it to, to a certain degree is important. Um, that's why I'm very much... No, these are what these terms mean. Don't don't mm -hmm. don't don't redefine what a dom is because you want to redefine what a dom is. A dom is a certain thing. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be all of the things that you know the 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 leather people say you have to do and have to be and have to say and have to act and have to stick in people's butts. But it does have, <laughs> you know, you can distill that down to like from in 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 my base essence definition of a dominant it is somebody who accepts power in a power exchange dynamic that's what a dominant is that's all a dominant is that's all it takes is for somebody to give you power in a power exchange dynamic and you are a dominant that doesn't make you a good dominant that doesn't make you a mm -hmm. bad dominant that makes you a dominant from there you learn and you figure out how to be good at what you do and that's where mm -hmm. looking at the leather community can help. Looking at other dominants who have been doing it a while can help. Um, but what you ultimately end up doing within your own dynamic, it's, it's up to you and the person you're with and not anybody else. And that's where I personally have a problem with uh, as much as I respect the history and I respect what they built and what they have given us as a community because none of this would exist if those smaller communities hadn't gotten together over time and through the early stages of the internet mm -hmm. none of what we do would be as accepted and possible if it weren't for but that also doesn't give that small group of people who decided this is how it works for them the right to tell everybody else this is how you have to kink yeah mm -hmm. and, and that's where i think the one two way stuff gets in the way is you know if you want to, if you want to go the leather route, please do, because it is an amazing, you know, from the people I know who have done it, it is an amazing mm -hmm. experience. There's, there's a very formalized route. There is recognition of achievement, recognition of skill levels, a very mm -hmm. close, close knit group of people who all want to practice kink in the same manner. And mm -hmm. so in those societies, a submissive may refer to any dominant as sir or master mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. capitalize or whatnot. And that's great within that particular community. Right. As a community as a whole, though, you don't have the training and, and the vetting and the, the, yes, we as a group have decided this person deserves the respect of a title. You have a drop-down mm -hmm. menu that some dipshit decided, <laughs> hey, I read Fifty Shades of Grey and watched a YouTube video on spanking. I'm a dom. Uh -huh. You don't. You don't owe that person, sir. You don't owe that person capital letter. And mm -hmm. as a capital letter type, if somebody comes to me uh, with a with a sir or a daddy or a capitalizing, I will go. 
that's 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 great i understand why you're doing it but for me when you interact with me until we get to the point where we have both agreed that you can call me sir and i deserve being called sir don't we're two people talking mm-hmm. uh, you know me yeah. being a dominant doesn't mean shit to you and it shouldn't uh, yeah. and you know and that's where that's where the disconnect is the you know i think that like I, I, I could go on both extremes. I knew uh, a leather mm-hmm. person who was very much, you, you fucking do it your way. I don't care. This is how I do it. This is mm-hmm. what gets me off. And then I've had, you know, uh, leather people who have looked at me and said, you're not a Dom because you don't do it my way. Mm. Interesting. And, and I wonder, go ahead. I just have a question that kind of goes to both of you. When we refer to it as one two way like that, do you think that it creates or increases that sense of, almost tribalism between the different, you know, old guard and, you know, the new generation of people coming in, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's almost, it's an insult, right? Like in a way it's a jibing, it's, it's, it's poking at, you know, making fun of this group of people who took this very sincerely, you know, and, and a lot of them, as you just explained, still do. So I wonder if there's a way to like, I don't know. It's it's it the just, okay it's yeah. the okay boomer of the kink world is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally is. That's a that's a great analogy. Yes, it is. But the thing with that is you if you're on that side of it where you know people are, are referring to one to a way and you are someone who is of of the the old way of doing things, it's up to you to not inf- like force your opinion on people. I find the mm-hmm. one, the, the few people that follow an old traditionalist route of this is my way and everybody should do it this way. And I'm always going to do it this way for one, when they've tried to interact with me in a kink sense, I've found it boring because I don't want to be treated the same way as you've treated the last 17 people in your life. It, to me, I want each experience to be unique. And I know that I'm not bringing you a unique experience because you're trying to fit me into this mold, but it's also to some degree, their responsibility to show people that even though they have this belief, it, it doesn't have to be forced on everybody. And I think that's where the mistake is often made that the more interactions you have statistically, the more people you come across that are pigheaded about a very narrow minded view of how kink should be done. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, the ones that I've experienced. Yeah. And I, and I fall into that trap myself still. I mean, I have, mm-hmm. I have ways that I think kink should be done. I, I have ways mm-hmm. that I think a DS relationship should be run. I have personal minimum standards of what I consider to be a dom and what I consider to be a sub and what I consider to be a top and what I consider to be a bottom. I try to distill those down to the very, very minimum of, you know, okay, what, you know, like I said, Adam, you accept power in a power exchange dynamic. You can't get more simple than that. You know, my, my right. definition of a top is somebody who does to someone else. That's the definition of a top to me. Um, you know, a sadist, somebody who likes hurting people. You know, I, I try to distill them down to the very essence of what they, what those words mean from the massive definitions that are out there. But mm-hmm. that's still, at the end of the day, my understanding of the terms, not necessarily the term itself. Right. You know, but you've got to... I think part of the problem is, and, and, you know, if you, cause if you look at it as I, you know, I, I used to make the analogy that, you know, uh, somebody coming in, uh, calling themselves a master or a dom or a whatever, 
right off the bat with doing no research, with doing no learning, with with taking no courses as far as, mm-hmm. you know, how do you do this safely? How do you, you know, what does this stuff mean? Blah, blah, blah. It would be the same as me walking to the cockpit of an airliner and going, I'm a pilot. Because... <laughs> You know, sure, I could sit behind the the wheel and and or sit behind the yoke and turn it, but I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything. I don't know anything. Uh, now, it's not the same. It's not a valid analogy because you don't need the the levels of experience. And like I said, with my version of Dom, you don't need any training at all. You just need somebody to look at you that way. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, back five, six, seven years ago, I was very much no. It's the same thing. You you have to you have to know these things in order to call yourself a dom. Mm. I've since realized that I probably was wrong back then, and I've become a lot more liberal in what I uh, personally accept as somebody who calls themselves a dom. Mm-hmm. But I'm also will look at somebody a new dom who knows nothing and and chuckle to myself in the most superior way possible. <laughs> as you do, yes. Yes. only you can do. Yes, you know, and then link them my guide and tell them what an idiot mm-hmm. they are because that's what yeah. I do. As you hang out in your rocking chair on the porch and tell the kids to get off the grass. Yeah, get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, and shout, hey, Google. And for those, for those who don't know, because we're going to make this joke. Hey, Google, I am the most analog person in the world. I don't understand technology. And so they were. Yeah, like we, you inspire memes. That is how bad you are with technology. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're talking one day and I said, oh, no, I'll, I'll Google that on my phone. And, and I went silent and they're all like, you don't. You don't say, hey, Google. And I'm like, why would I say, hey, Google? And so that's where it came from is they spent 20 minutes on a call with me explaining to me how I could talk to my phone. So you're going to hear, hey, Google, every now and again. That's why you hear it. Yeah. And Google still doesn't listen. No, no, no. Google shows me birds, not boobies. I am very upset by this. (laughs) Anyway, getting back to topic. Um, Mm -hmm. So I have an experience with someone who he was not... um, of a leather lifestyle but mm-hmm. he was very much my way or the highway in terms of what he believed kink should look like and he was a self-professed master um and I went to him for essentially it was my first ever service topping so I'd spoken with him at an event and I'd said you know I, I want to know what the different things feel like all the different implements you know i want to know what it feels like to get hit with this type of implement compared to this mm-hmm. type of implement and i mean he saw me coming a mile away probably and like was like i can i can show you that you know come over and, and we'll do it there's no funny business or anything like that and i'm like okay like genuinely nothing sexual and he's like no mm-hmm. no i will just hit you with things and that will be it and i'm like okay i can do this and so I went, uh, I went the first time we just had coffee, talked it over, you know, discussed what, what I definitely didn't want and what I definitely did want. And then, uh, and then we, <laughs> I went back this, this particular <laughs> evening. Oh gosh. Do you know, I'm running through this, the story in my head and I find it hilarious. I probably won't be able to tell it right. But, um, <sighs> so we, we began this, this scene, I suppose, um, of him hitting me with different things and he just. I don't know if he like lost his mind partway through or something, but he suddenly decided that it was my like role being there was to call him master. And I was like, Oh, um, I'm sorry, but what? Yikes. And I, I started having this like total epiphany within my head of how my relationships with other people worked. And this guy is like trying to hit me. And he was, you know, he was of a certain age and a certain build. And, um, 
probably shouldn't have been putting out that much energy, really, for the good of his heart. <laughs> but, um, you know, God loves a trier and all that. <laughs> and Didi. So, oh. I mean, he did. He did try. He was very sweaty by the end of it. And I was just oh, like, good for okay. him. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, like, hitting me with all this different shit. And I'm just like, okay, I know what that feels like. Let's go on to the next. And he's like getting more and more wound up that I wasn't reacting in the way that he wanted. Like he expected mm. to be the giggly, squealy type. And I was just like, okay, I know what that one feels like next, please. And it genuinely very clinical about it. I was not a fun play partner. I, I mean, I never am, but in this case, I was definitely <laughs> not a fun play partner. And as he's like hitting me with shit and he's like, you asked for this, you wanted this, blah, blah, blah. And swearing and all this lot. And I'm like, yeah, I wanted the experience. I didn't want you, which in hindsight was not the right thing to say to someone with things yeah. that they could hit you with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then he, he launches into this, like, you stubborn bitch, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, get on your knees. And I was like, why? And it was, I mean, I questioned everything that he was doing, but I'd gone there to learn from this guy. And, right. You know, yeah. He had a fair reputation. People were like, yeah, he's a really good guy. And I'm like, okay, mm. but I think I can trust this person. But they, they obviously wanted something different. Mm-hmm. And I started laughing halfway through right now. I got to give him a backstory here because it's going to make no sense otherwise. But I started laughing like maniacal laughter. And he's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, took a step back and everything and was like, this girl's lost it completely. And my response to him was that I'm the Polish elephant. And that was the only thing that I said to explain this complete giggle fit. Now, the backstory is, if you've ever seen the film Water for Elephants, and in the film there is this elephant that doesn't follow any commands, doesn't do anything that they tell her to do, and it's only part way through that they realize she's actually Polish. So she only responds to Polish. So in my head, I'd played out this entire thing and had this epiphany of me being the Polish elephant and he's speaking the wrong language to me if he wants me to call him master and suck his dick and all this. <laughs> but I'm stood there in the middle of his living room and he's like sweating and, and hairy and oh gosh, all the wrong things and demanding <laughs> that I get on my knees. And I'm just crying with laughter. <laughs> I'm the Polish elephant. It did not end well, uh, and I've never heard from. Mm. Him. No, really, you've never <laughs> heard from. You've never heard from the master that you laughed at and confused and and made fun of. No, I can't yeah. imagine why you've not heard from that master. I, I think the, the, the key moment for me though was when he said, "I command your respect," and I'm like, "You don't command oh, shit wow. from me." Um, but yeah, I I mean, I could rant about that experience for a very long time. I already have, but uh, it was it was really good for me because it gave me a lot of information, and I that was the point where I realized that just because he called himself a master didn't mean that I had to. That was really the moment it cemented into place for me. Yeah, I think if you're Branches. laughing at somebody and they're demanding you call him master, you realize that yeah, you know, titles mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't have it. Let's let's move on. Um, but yeah, it was. As much as it was a ridiculous experience and it was a stupid experience, it was a really useful experience just in completely the wrong way. Hmm. But uh, yeah, he was he was very much like, this is how I've always done it. This is what my last sub was like. This is what my sub before that was like. This is what my sub before that was like. And I was like, these are all the same thing. And you have to wonder yeah. at that point, um, how many subs do they go through in a week? Mm-hmm. How many people are they claiming are their, their subs? Um, and, you know... Again, this, this and this is where I get all fucking uppity is, you know, uh, the the to become 
a dom, somebody's dominant, to become somebody's submissive, uh, to get into these types of dynamics, isn't something that can happen in a week. It's not something that really can even happen in a month. You have the amount of trust yeah. that you have to have in somebody in order to place control or take control and responsibility for that person is immense. If you don't know somebody's last name and you're giving them control over your body, yeah. that's a problem. If you wouldn't yeah. lend them the, your car, but they can use any one of your holes, that's a problem. And that's something I see a lot of and get offered a lot of. I have people that will write me, I want to be your submissive, sir. And I'm like, hi, and your name is <laughs> Wetty Butt Flaps. Okay, cool. Um, you know, no, that's not how, you know. Now, let me give the caveat of there's absolutely nothing wrong with role play. And if you want to you know, go online and tell people what to do and they want to do what you tell them to do, groovy, go for it, have fun. But also understand you're not engaging in a DS dynamic, you're engaging in play. And play is fun, play is groovy, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's where a lot of getting back on to topic, you know, mm -hmm. You know, the, these, like I said, the, these leather societies came up with all this stuff. They defined all this stuff. They said, mm -hmm. this is what a dom is. And for somebody to come in, say, oh, I'm a dom, but I only want to tell you what to do on Skype and you will never see my face. You will never know my name and I don't care what yours is. I can see where that's offensive. Yeah. Okay. Um <clears throat> right or wrong i can see where that's offensive if if you truly take this that seriously and mm -hmm. and you know for me i live a 24 7 dynamic i am always sir when we're out in public she doesn't call me sir she calls me mr sir so that way it doesn't sound weird i don't know why that doesn't sound weird but that doesn't sound <laughs> that weird sounds even worse yeah yeah <laughs> It sounds uh, like an in joke, I think. Like it yeah. sounds yeah. like a exactly. exactly. So you know it's it's a term of endearment instead of a title at that point. You know, I, so I'm, I prefer Sir Dude, but sir, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't tell you what I prefer, but um no, but you know, so you know, I'm always sir. Um my my influence is always there. Doesn't matter if I'm not actively saying on your knees, bitch, all the time, 24-7. But you know, if we're out and about and you know, I I, I say we're doing this. There's not a question. It's we're doing mm -hmm. this, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and to the point where, you know, she is not, not because of our dynamic, but because of our you know, relationship, who she is and who I am not comfortable taking lead roles and making decisions without double checking with me first and you know mm -hmm. i and that's not that's never been a requirement of mine she doesn't have to double check me i'm an i'm more of a keep me informed not ask me permission type guy when it comes to a lot of stuff in our life but she will keep me informed in a i'm asking permission kind of way just because of our dynamic and that's how we live and so we do take this very serious but we also realize it's it's that it's serious between us and until and and you, it doesn't matter to you until you want to insert yourself into our dynamic. If you want, mm -hmm. you know, we're we're poly, we're a little bit open. So if you want other ones holes for an evening, you're inserting yourself into my dynamic. At that point, then you need to take this as seriously as we do. Otherwise, mm -hmm. don't give two shits. You know. Yeah. 
So just on a, just a quick little um, footnote, maybe uh, just as there might be any newbie listeners, what is a 24-7? 24-7 is, this is our relationship. Um, and it's, it's varying degrees. Um, you know, a lot of dynamics are, um, and, and relationships are bedroom only or mm-hmm. only on the weekends, or, you know, I know couples that flip-flop one week, uh, the, the sub is the dom. And then the next week, the dom is the sub. It, you know, it, it, psh, I, have, I have no clue how they do it. I think they flip a coin and whoever wins is the dom that week. And it works for them. Um, in, in our relationship, 24 seven to me means day, night, seven days a week, our dynamic is in effect. There is a never a time where I cannot influence and enforce my will upon her. And there is never a time where if I do so, she can look at me and go, yeah, I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. You know, now, having said that, like I said, either earlier in the last one, I don't know, I don't know anymore, I can't remember. <laughs> she can question me. She can go, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not feeling so hot, or, you know, I've had a really long day, or you suck dead bunny butts, leave me alone. <laughs> But, Sir, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She she can flip me. Her her favorite. You know, her the phrase she utters most in life is "fuck you, sir." Um, and because you know, in our dynamic, <laughs> in our dynamic, you, you guys have seen it. Um, yeah. It, but you know, in our dynamic, she's allowed to say whatever she wants as long as she respects the dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, beyond that, you know, she didn't. You know, I don't. I don't care. I, I like it when she talks back because she's really, really fucking smart, and <laughs> she puts me to shame, um, <laughs> you know. And, and I love it. But um, yeah, so twenty four seven is the the dynamic is always in play. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. we're doing, where we are, blah blah blah. It is always in play, as opposed to it's. I can only tell her what to do when we're naked in the bedroom, or I can only tell her what to do from five p.m till you know 9 p.m or whatever you know and there's nothing wrong with those types of dynamics i don't want to sound i don't want to make it sound like they're lesser they're not they're just different they're just Mm -hmm. as valid uh it's just Mm -hmm. mine happens to work this way yeah does that does that answer your question it does thank you you're welcome I'll give my perspective on that because I'm no. not in a relationship with my shut up I will give my <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I have I am I am what I call 24/7 even when I'm not in a relationship. But all it means to me is that I am 24/7 in that mindset. So if I was in a relationship it would be as is me says like that dynamic would always be there. But for me it's that I am always in that space internally whether or not I'm in a relationship if that makes sense. I just wanted to add in there that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not in a relationship, you can still consider yourself to be 24/7. I'm I'm so, I'm curious as to how you are because typically twenty four seven refers to a DS dynamic, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So how are you in a twenty four seven DS dynamic without the other side of the slash? That's a genuine question, not me being a smartass. So, <laughs> that was going to be my uh, similar question as well because uh, you identify as a switch, right? No, but, it, but really... it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't identify as anything. Sorry, I get caught up in labels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I am switchy, but I would not consider myself to be a switch, Um, which sounds like a contradiction anyway. But hello, I'm I'm Dee Dee. Um, So (laughs) 24-7, technically I have a 24-7 dynamic, but it's 
like it's long distance and it's not heavy handed. It's not what people would think it was, but my headspace is 24 seven toward that dynamic. Okay. Outside of that, like when I was first joining the lifestyle, I, I realized that it was an intrinsic part of who I am. There will never be a point in time where it's turned off. Everything that happens around me, I am somehow relating into how I feel about kink in regard to it, which sounds ridiculous. But if I'm, you know, well, I'm just always thinking about it. As so you're, you're just, you're horny 24 seven is what you're saying. No, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sex. kidding. I don't see this. Sex is boring. Controversial opinion number 75. Um, but no, yeah. So I have a 24 seven dynamic, but it's, it's not what you think it would be. I understand that. And like I said, they don't have to all be like mine. That's just how I define mine. And that's, that's typically the 24 seven is referring to a dynamic, not the mind. Cause I, I think by that definition, almost everybody's 24 seven because we're we mm-hmm. don't turn off our kinky sides mm, yeah but some people only want to do it in the bedroom like they only want to do it during sexy time i don't want that like the way that i portray myself to anybody and everybody whether that's at work or at home or you know in a group of people that are fellow kinksters i am always in the same space okay okay i'll i'll, I'll accept that I don't know if it makes sense. I don't no, really know how to work. No, but I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> yes, accept it because I have decreed it. Yeah, exactly. But no, it is it's one that I'd like to explore more in future, how to better explain it to people. Because, you know, if you look at me at face value and you say, oh, you're 24-7, does that mean that you're in a relationship? No, it doesn't. It just means that I am always in that role, just doesn't have a counterpoint to it at that moment in time. Okay. So I guess there really isn't, um, you know, like talk, that that brings up an interesting kind of question in my head. So, you know, we can define if 24-7 is commonly assumed to be um, a term that's used, you know, exclusively if you're in a relationship with someone, is there, there, it doesn't seem like there's language for the kind of mindset that you're talking about, Didi. So like the, I mean, 24-7, if, if, if that's, what works for you in terms of describing this, I guess, but like, it's interesting that there's not really a term for what you just described, because I totally can relate to that. That resonates with me. Like, I feel like I'm consistently living in this lifestyle, if that makes sense. So it's interesting. Yeah. I I'd never really thought of it the way you described, but I can relate to that. Good. I'm I'm glad that I could bring, bring the, the opinions together somehow apart from Ismi because he's just contradictory yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just hating the ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm disagreeing just agree I know completely what you're talking about and, and agree but I'm not going to admit it <laughs> that's fine you can admit it in private it's okay yep yeah okay I'll send, I'll PM, send I'll your answer you on a postcard you got it you got it um okay are there any other points that you guys want to raise did we did we really kind of cover the the one true way thing or did we kind of go off on other tan what how would you sum up what we discussed i guess is my question well i think i think it's fair to say that leather is a fascinating lifestyle it really is i've i've been desperate to learn about it not to get into the lifestyle but to learn about it because i do find it Mm -hmm. fascinating but i've been unfortunate and never been introduced to the right people or never found the right people that were willing to talk about it which Mm -hmm. could be a uk thing 
because I've noticed a lot of people in the US have this like overall understanding of leather lifestyles, even if they're not in the lifestyle, because people are more open about it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that it's more open about it, because I mean, if you go even further back, the leather really came out of the biker gangs of the 50s. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where that the the organization came from the 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 basic structure came out of the biker gangs of the 50s that came out of the returning soldiers from the world mm -hmm. war who needed that camaraderie that they had in battle to kind of deal with stuff and yeah. so that you know that's you know so i think it is more of a even though not an exclusively u.s thing i think it's more ingrained in our the, the underbelly of our society um, mm -hmm. than it is in a lot of places in the world. And therefore, we kind of take a little more pride in it uh, than, than other places in the world because it, you know, where it was born and how it evolved was a, a – we, we, we kind of took that lead. We, we kind of said, okay, this, these are the rules, and this is how you're going to do it. Um, and – you know, with the with the influx, and and I think that's kind of the point we didn't get to is with the influx after the the especially Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, that's it's you can't ignore mm -hmm. that that book series and that movie happened and the change worldwide. And yeah. you know, we went from sites that had five to ten thousand people on it that now have ten million people on it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, that influx changes everything; it redefines everything. And as somebody who has, you know, who learned initially in a time where we didn't make fun of one true way, we just accepted one true way mm -hmm. to, you know, growing and learning and changing with how the society or how the community did through influx of people, um, you know, you influx people, things get watered down for lack of a better term. They get, mm -hmm. you know, spread out. Um, you know, diff these words mean different things to different people and trying to maintain some type of consistency becomes impossible. And, and I think that's where a lot of the, the one true way stuff comes from is, you know, it, it is the, the, the okay boomer. It is the, you know, yeah, but what you think doesn't apply anymore. And, and to a point that's true because, you know, the, what used to be the majority, what used to be the way no longer is and it wasn't mm -hmm. a golden age like you had you like you had said early on it really wasn't yeah. you know there, yeah. there were problems and there was infighting and there was you know mm -hmm. ssc uh safe sane and consensual and rack mm -hmm. uh risk aware consensual kink you think people are going to fight about that now yeah <laughs> 10 years ago i mean we we, we would have stabbed each other if you used <laughs> the the wrong you know it, it was a different time it was more condensed more consolidated with less opinions mm -hmm. um you know now we have 10 million opinions as, as opposed to 10,000 opinions and and it's it does make it that there is that rift there is that you know the the boomers grew up this way then then the millennials came in and said fuck you and then you've got the people like me who just don't carry other way i'm gen x i don't i don't give two shits one way or the other <laughs> Gen X is like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Everything was taken from us anyway. Just exactly. Keep going. You know, we we sang a song and ate at a farm or something like that, and there was coke. Exactly. I know there was coke, and that's really about all we did. And and we realized that it wasn't going to do a goddamn thing. We said, you know what, kids will fix it. And um, yeah, you know, and that's kind of where I think you you can see that 
uh, changes, you know, the, the, you, you can relate that to the, the boomers, they, they, they set it up and they expected it to pass that down. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the people like me who got into it just before, you know, a couple years before the big influx, but there was still a little bit of trickle, 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 trickle. And then I saw, I, I could, I could, I could name names of people who I saw and I'm not going to because, you know, outing and shit, but you know, I could name names and, and certain articles and certain things that I can point to and go, yeah, that person or that concept was born here. And because of who it was, because of the personality and because of the way they expressed it, it took root. And it, 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 mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the people who came in who just want this on a Saturday night, which again, perfectly fine we're able to hold on to that and go, okay, well, you know, I, 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 I can now identify as a sub because, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't have to mm-hmm. learn the 27 poses and, and call everybody, sir. I can be a sub and, and only want this on Saturday night with my Dom, which mm-hmm. like I said, perfectly valid, unless you're old school leather and that's insulting. Right. And yeah. Again, rightfully so on both sides. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's this is the the horrible. You know, well, there are good people on both sides. Thing, there are also shit people on both sides. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, you you can you have to understand and respect. I think, and and the, you know, that's the problem because with the one true way is that's not doing that. And, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but at the same time, the one the the actual one true way you need to understand that that's long gone. That's dead. You know, you can you can have it in your individual communities, but you can't enforce it on 10 million, 15 million billion people. You just can't. Yeah. So yeah. maybe then the takeaway is uh, do what makes you happy, but don't impose your kink beliefs on somebody else. No, the take, <laughs> like, the, hey, the takeaway hey. is do what I tell you to do and, and fuck everybody oh. else. That's that's yes, that's the, yes, daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take Google's viewpoint and I'm just going to send you some pictures of birds instead of boobies. So. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> that, that is how my life works. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening and we will catch you next time.